0: Welcome to the Sober Heathen Podcast, heathens, non-heathens, friend and foe. This is Scott the Sober Heathen. Another podcast today, and it's going to be a good one. Uh, this is uh, a gentleman I met on Twitter. Uh, we don't always agree on things, but uh, we decided to get together and have a chat anyway. I think it's going to be a good one talking beforehand. Um, got some likeness and common ground already, so I'm excited to talk to um, to Scott. and uh, Welcome, Scott. Scott, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, man.
1: Thank you very much. Uh, so over the very first thing, Scott, and I, if it's okay, I'll call you Scott and my first yeah. or middle name is Scott. Okay. So Scott's cool. Um, first thing I'd like to say is I deeply, 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 did I mention deeply? <laughs> <laughs> appreciate the fact that you're willing to have a conversation with me instead of disagreeing with me and blocking me on Twitter. So in the beginnings of our friendship, which is what I consider it to be is what is happening. You're doing great so far. And I want to thank you for that.
0: I appreciate Um, that. And I don't, that's not how I want to do things. I want to engage in conversation because we can always learn from each other. And unless somebody has just decided to be a giant prick and keep it that way, I'm willing to talk (laughs) to anybody. You know what I mean?
1: Yes, I'm aware of that. (laughs) All right. so I was very fortunate to be able to have had God separate me from the drug alcohol uh, on 5-22-1984. That was a result uh, of me living in my own self-will, having a mental obsession, a physical allergy, uh, and a spiritual malady. And those three things combined at the ripe age of 22 had helped me to acquire three DWIs in a four-year driving period. Um, I got the first one when I was 18, got the last one when I was 22. And, Scott, the third one brought some serious consequences. Um, I blew a 2.3 on the third offense, uh, two and a half hours after I got pulled over. Mm. Um, And so uh, I was facing two years in the penitentiary. And At the time, Scott, I was just a, a spoiled, rotten little college kid party animal. No conception of alcoholism, no understanding of it at all, even though my father, who is an Episcopalian minister, got his three DWIs before I got mine. So I grew up in a alcoholic uh, religious household, and that heavily contributed to my spiritual malady, which, thank God, I've been able to recover from along with my alcoholism. Um, And so Uh, Also, one thing that I think is uh, uh, an important thing to state, it's not bragging, it's just the facts. I've only picked up one white chip. Uh And so if anybody is interested in finding out how to relapse and feel okay about it, I'm not your guy. If you want to be able to find out what I did and never relapsed, so if you're in recovery right now and you don't ever want to relapse again, I've got an experience that I can share with you that worked for me. So yeah, yeah I, I, one, one other thing that I wanted to mention yeah. before we get started, that the single most important thing that I care about more than anything else, above all else, is anyone with the disease of alcoholism and or addiction, call it whatever you want to, the disease doesn't change because what you call it, mm-hmm. my hope is that you do not die from it. Right. That trumps everything. That trumps if you like my opinion, if you don't like my opinion, I don't give a shit. Sure. I don't want you to die. So I'm going to tell you my experience, strength and hope, and your reaction or response is 100% yours, and uh, maybe some of the ones that have blocked me are going to be able to hear that, but it ain't about me, dude. If if you're reacting like a two-year-old, and you block somebody because you disagree with what they're saying, you need to grow up a little bit, because it has nothing to do with the message. It has to do with the receiver, and if I'm taking things personally, I'm an emotional two-year-old. And that again, is one of the things too, that, that I have learned as I've grown in my recovery, is I don't take things personally now. I started playing a game, Scott, a couple of years ago, with myself called the not upsettable game. I've gotten to the point where I'm practically not upsettable. Because why would I be upset if you give me your opinion of something? Well, it's insanity for me to take that personal if you're, you're just saying it. If I internalize it and make it personal, that's all on me. Has nothing to do with you. So for all of the two-year-old, emotional two-year-olds that have blocked me on Twitter, the purple Jesus says boo to you. (laughs) Oh, by the way, I'm sponsored during this segment by my higher power of the hour, the purple Jesus. I've even got my purple Jesus t-shirt on. What would Jesus do? He wouldn't block people on Twitter who disagree with him. That's what the purple Jesus wouldn't do. <laughs> so there's a mouthful for you to pull a question or two out of Scott.
0: Well, I'm going to start with some things. Uh, you know, first of all, congratulations. Uh, congratulations on your time. Um also, I don't want anybody to die either. So I think that we're both we're both out there wanting the same thing to happen. We want people to survive and beat this thing. I think we both we both do that. I have four OWIs. Um I didn't learn my lesson uh the first time necessarily, or the second time, or the third time, <laughs> or the fourth time. Um it took it took what it took to get me to where I'm at. And uh, you know, uh, you know, so I I mean we're I really appreciate your um, enthusiasm as far as, you know, the big book goes because you can, you can hear that you're, you're deep into it. You use spirituality, you use all the terms and all the words that you would hear in an AA uh, meeting from people that have been around there and done that. And I, I really dig it because I really enjoy the AA program. I just think some people, and you're right, it is none of your business, it's none of our business how people react To what we say, or to what we do, because once we start carrying what they do, um, then you know that's you know that's the sickness trying to get us back into it. So all those things, I agree a hundred percent. I think where we differ on some things, you know, you you you'd commented on some things. Well, first two, okay. So I've in my in my journey here, I've learned a lot of things about words being in report important, right? So you'd said. If you don't want to relapse, you know, come to me and I'll tell you how I did it, right? right. You share your experience. I don't think anybody wants to relapse. I certainly did not want to do that. So I think sometimes it's just people hearing those way, wh- those words in, in that way. It's like, well, I didn't fucking want to. And I know that, and I've heard it before from old timers. Well, if you don't want to do it, then then don't do it. You know, media makers make it blah, blah, And you got all these things that are saying, I get all that. <sighs> But I just, I, I don't think anybody's out there looking to, to do it. And, you know, I, I think, I don't know, man, you're going to do what you're going to do. I love the energy. I do. And I'm not trying to fluff you. You know what I mean? I, you, you bring a good energy and you're, and you're serious about this stuff. So I, I can appreciate I, I would, all that.
1: I, I appreciate that, Scott. And one other thing I wanted to try to make very, very clear, if, if possible, and look, people are going to hear what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. I can, it doesn't matter what I say. If people have already decided, it's called confirmation bias. They're going to only listen to the things if they've already made a prejudgment about me and they do this in every other area of their life. They're going to hear what they want to hear. It really doesn't make any difference what I have to say. Sure. Okay. So I'm I'm a big book thumper because that's what saved my life. I do not. And I can say this for the next 45 minutes, and some mm-hmm. people are ju- just not gonna accept it. I do not think AA is the only way. I do not think that whatsoever, because I'm not an idiot. <laughs> there are people out there, Scott, who have recovered with other methods. Right. On. But but I do believe that there is only one way to recover and that is to change.
0: Not arguing okay. with you there? Not okay. arguing there. Okay. So, yep.
1: so, if I have a disease that is chronic, progressive and terminal, I want to find the best possible solution for me and there is no other method out there that is 88 years old that has is in 180 other countries Mm -hmm. that has between 500 and 200, depending on your Google result, other 12 step fellowships that have used basically the same solution that AA has. They -hmm. just changed the uh, like narcotics anonymous instead of alcoholics anonymous. None of these other methods have that. So if I've got about a 90 to 95 to 99% chance of dying from this thing, I'm going with what has been the most helpful to the most amount of people over the longest period of time. Mm-hmm. And then also there is a Franciscan priest that I ran into a couple of weeks ago named um, Richard Rohr, R-H-O-R. He's a Franciscan priest. He's not an alcoholic, but he ended up in some kind of a way ending up going to Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. He wrote a book called uh, Breathing Underwater. And one of the things that he said on a YouTube video that I listened to last week was that AA is the greatest spiritual gift from America to the rest of the world that has ever been given. Hmm. Now, this is a non-alcoholic saying that, not a person inside of AA. And you Hmm. look at all of these other methods they do not have the results over the amount of time and have objective outside people like Father Rohr saying those kinds of things about AA. They just don't have them, period.
0: Right. And so, yeah, yeah. And and I agree. I've always said, too, that I think a lot of people um, could benefit from going through the steps and approaching things in the AA way. So I, I agree with that, too. So one thing I wanted, one thing that kind of came up in the in the comments as we're kind of talking here. So, you'd mentioned a, a couple times on Twitter, um, real recovered people. What do you mean yes. by real recovered people?
1: Okay, again, Scott, I'm glad you brought that up. I am a big book guy. Sure. All right, the AA Big Book talks about three types of alcoholics: moderate drinkers, mm-hmm. hard drinkers, and then real alcoholics. Yes. Okay, a moderate and a hard drinker, according to the big book, not according to Scott. Mm-hmm. I've got no opinions. I'm just trying to be the best living example of what the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous has to say, because that's what saved my life. Okay. All right. So in the big book, it says that the real alcoholics are people, oh, wait, moderate and hard drinkers. Scott, mm-hmm. can recover, can quit. Mm-hmm. simply by having sufficient reasons to do so. Right. Okay, well, guess what, Scott?
0: Having a baby, do, getting married, anything. Do you continue, try, got right? a
1: wife, got, having a responsibility with a job. Oh, the wife says she's leaving me. If I don't quit drinking, a moderate and a hard drinker can quit. <laughs> you, know, you know what a real alcoholic says when a, when a girlfriend says, if you don't stop drinking, uh, uh, I'm going to leave you? You know what a real alcoholic says to that woman uh you want me to help you pack
0: <laughs> or they could do what I did and I just I hid bottles all over the house I faked uh head injuries I faked sicknesses i I did everything I could to make her feel crazy you
1: know? exactly okay so, so so again the it's not Scott's opinion of a real alcoholic. it's what is in the big book, and if people don't like me. Because I'm saying what's in the big book, guess what, Scott? Newsflash: They really don't have a problem with me;
0: they have a problem with what's in the big book. Well, I think I think what it is is I, and it may be that they haven't read the big book and they don't understand where you're coming from. That could be. But you also, I think you're smart enough to understand that when you have a group of people, like you you referred to the recovery posse as the unrecovered posse. Absolutely. When you refer to a group of people as unrecovered and, you know, you have to understand that that's coming across a certain way, right? I mean, you talked about uh, uh, emotional, you know, whatever, two-year-olds or whatever. You have to understand how that you're presenting that in a way where it's going to come across that. You're doing the emotional two-year-old thing by calling them unrecovered because they're
1: like- Well, no, I think I'm portraying it accurately because, and I'll tell you why. When I started drinking at the age of 12 and when I stopped drinking at the age of 22 or God removed the drug alcohol from me, separated me from alcohol, I was emotionally a 12-year-old. Now, when I first got to AA, Mm -hmm. the old timers that pointed that out to me, Scott, you know how much I like that? I liked it as much as the unrecovered posse likes it. Yeah, but you're but it doesn't change room the of fact your Okay. Scott, it. it Scott, it doesn't change the fact that it was true. Okay. I was I needed to grow up. And I didn't yes. want to hear anybody telling me that. I wanted them to tell me what I wanted to hear. Sure. And guess what, Scott? Telling me what I wanted to hear is not going to help me recover. I'm just going to continue with my Mm -hmm. ego sickness and my immaturity until somebody cares about me enough to tell me the truth and not be too concerned about my little feelings.
0: And I'm not disagreeing with that point whatsoever. I needed to go into treatment at Harbor Hall, Petoskey, Michigan. Uh, Out of the four places that I I was there twice, out of all the treatments that I've been to, that place did exactly that. But I was there looking for them to tell me that. I was there looking for the truth and, and ready to find these things. I wasn't I'm not going to take it from a stranger off the street or on social media. You know what I'm saying? So what What? What? my fear is, is that AA gets gets a bad rap, and it does sometimes. And I get what you're saying. Some people just don't want to hear it, and they walk away. I'm not arguing that fact. I agree with you. They're not ready. They don't want to hear it. But there are some people that are genuinely looking for recovery, and they are found something in social media, and when they hear that thing, i my fear is this look here's my soft cover and here's my hardcover big book and there's all the tabs that are in the thing. I've been through it. I love AA. I don't want them to get turned off by AA because somebody's coming across that way that it's like, well, you just don't want it, or you just don't know, you know, this or that, or you don't want to hear these things. I think that people want to hear it, but it's it's the source. They don't want to hear it from a complete stranger that knows nothing about them on social media. They want to hear it. From the people, If they go into a meeting and they, they return and they develop a, a camaraderie or a relationship with people in the meeting, those are the people that should be holding their feet to the fire. On social media, like you, I don't want anybody to die. I want somebody to come in and hear something great about AA and something great that's happened to get them excited, to get the courage to walk into those rooms and to experience what you and I have experienced. So I hit 300 days today. I don't have the recovery. Thank you. I don't have the recovery you do. But I still feel my 300 days, you didn't get to where you were without 300 days. Correct. I still feel mine are, uh, it's it, my experience is the same as yours. But I can't say that because I don't know what your experience was. But I feel like my experience in AA is similar because I feel the same way you do. Right. I think it gets a bad rap. Right. And I and, that's and, where me and you go back and forth on Twitter. That's what it is. I'm worried right. that people are going to take what you're saying and they're going to, they're going to run from it. And I Got think you. that's bad.
1: I got, I got, I hear what you're saying, Scott, and hear, you know, the honest to God's absolute truth, in my opinion. A person just starting out is going to listen and identify with you a whole lot more than they're going to identify with me. Because 39 years, I mean, who can identify with that? I mean, I'm in the 1% of people that are in AA that have made it this long. 99% of people don't make it this far, but think about it, Scott, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to share from exactly where I am right now? Isn't that my truth? Just like where you are right now is exactly 300 days. Right. Well, it's ridiculous so for me to look at you it's ridiculous for me to suggest to you to Scott go back to day 10 and mm-hmm. water down your message. No, you share your message authentically from day 300 and yep. I'm going to share mine authentically from day 14,291 days. That's <laughs> the only thing I got.
0: No, I, I, that's awesome. That's what that's what I thank you to do. I am just where I think you and I disagree is when you know the people aren't upset that you're sharing your story and this is how you did it. It's the way that it was coming across that you're doing it wrong. You're not there yet or whatever. That's how it comes across to me and and other people in my circle. And that's fine. And like you said, you don't have to give a shit how we take it. You know what I mean? But if you're going to practice the principles, you know, the newcomer is the most important person in the room, right? I mean, all you have to do is have a desire to stop drinking to be a part of this fellowship. And that's the the fellowship that I feel that recovery boss is trying to, trying to, to bring in. But when we come in and we start name calling and and, and calling them unrecovered and and all these things, we're not setting a good example for the program. In my opinion, we're not setting a good example for a program and we're not helping anybody. And, but that's why I wanted to have you on because I have a better understanding of you and your passion. That doesn't mean that I like your approach and who gives a fuck if I do, right? I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm never going to block you uh, on Twitter because I I want to be challenged and I want to read things, but I will scroll if I don't like it. You know right. what I'm saying? Like when right. people post something that I think, oh, well, this dude's full of shit. He's not ready to recover. I just scroll because I am in no place whatsoever to judge anybody for any comment that they make that I disagree with. It, I am making the choice with myself when I see something where I right. think that it's they're full of shit I'm making that choice to hit that little paragraph looking, looking button and to type out a tweet in response.
1: Right. I could just as easily move on. Let's look at it from the other standpoint then. Okay. And one of the things that I see a lot of, a ton of is untreated alcoholism in the unrecovered posse. I see a lot, a lot. And I know you do too. I see a lot of backslapping, slapping, cheerleading mm-hmm. yep. and attention seeking no matter what. We yeah. got one gal on there who talks about her travel schedule and talks about drinking a fake mocktail to gather up courage to do something and then has the audacity to say that she's been going to AA and she's been sober for six years. If you're going to be on any media at all, social media, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, do not represent AA with your mess. And and you know what I did with that person for three months, Scott? For three months, every time she said some of her stuff that had nothing to do with recovery from alcoholism, from the big book, but she continuously says that she's in AA right? I'll go to about one meeting a month. I can't make any more than that because I don't have a car. Well, Scott, you know how many meetings I went to the first 90 days? 90. I didn't have a license. You know how I got there? I asked other people in the group to give me a ride. Humbled myself to call other people. So how is, and then the number of people who support her on her journey. Now, how is that helping anybody recover from the disease of alcoholism? It, and if no, she's, but how does it, say, how is
0: it, how does it, how does it help like going after and getting worked up so much about this person when I, you could just scroll though?
1: Three, Scott, I asked you her know? every day, whenever I saw her post, I asked her every day, who are you sponsoring? I didn't yell, I didn't scream, I didn't get emotionally upset. Every day I just said, hey, who are you sponsoring? Well, guess what? I never got an answer until three months later when she blocked me and see that kind of thing going on and how about the only fans girls you think that's cool you there, there are girls in there that are trolling for lonely old men to get subscriptions to their only fans oh page. well yeah, well, and, that, nobody's yeah calling that, and nobody's calling that out how come yeah, nobody's cause... saying hey this is not recovery this is not good
0: because i think most people just scroll by because they know it's useless bullshit or if it's an OnlyFans in the recovery posse, you know, that would be something that I would block. But if somebody comes on drinking an NA uh, alcohol beer, I know I can't do that. But and, Scott,
1: you've got people, and, and actually, one of the most disturbing things to me is you've got people with time, significant time, following these girls and flirting around and joking around that's, with them. That's their it's business, sick. though, isn't
0: it? Isn't it that, that their choice? Well,
1: but Well, it is if it's not in the recovery posse if we're supposed to be the recovery and if they're supposed to be aa members practice the aa program in every i don't think i don't think the recovery
0: i don't think the recovery posse is strictly aa members i don't think that's the case but but i mean i'm able you know i'm 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 gonna i'm old enough now i'm i'm almost 42 to when i see the bullshit you know i just let it go and, and scroll through it i just like in AA, you're supposed to take what you need and leave the rest, right? I don't need to engage in these people with these people necessarily. I engage with you because you know I, you're post a lot of stuff about the first 164 pages, and obviously, I've shown you my books. I'm interested right. in talking about that stuff, right. and to get, I want to understand where you're coming from. That's why I've engaged with you. Right? Typically, if if you wouldn't have engaged in the way that you did, I would have just kept scrolling. Oh, XRP Army one. I'm just scrolling past him. This this guy's useless. So that's not what, it, that's not what I chose to do. But these other people that you're talking about, man, I just feel like it's a waste of energy. You know what I mean? It's a complete waste of energy to even, to even do it. Let, 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 and let live, you know, I know people that, uh, that that talk about being in recovery and they do a lot of good things in recovery and they drink NA. I could never, I'm sorry, drink non-alcoholic beer uh, NA's. AIDS. I didn't mean to confuse that with the NA group, but drink the non-alcoholic, Beverages. I could never do that. I drank something that was supposed to be healthy yesterday. It had um, apple cider vinegar in it, and it burned my stomach the same way the alcohol did when it got in there. And it was like my body was waiting for that buzz to come. Those are things that I can't do. I'm not going to sit there and judge anybody to, to do it, or that does do it though. If it's working for them, it's working for them, man. Well, I just but
1: see. But about oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, go ahead. Okay, but see, here's the problem. You can't find. 10 people with 35 years plus recovery that are drinking mocktails. That's not a part of recovery. I don't know if you can
0: or not. I've never tried to find 10 people that are doing that.
1: I have, we don't do that. They might be out there. We have had a psychic change. We have had a change in our lifestyle Mm -hmm. and what we're getting out of practicing the principles that AA has presented to us have given us a life that is not worth taking a chance of relapsing. And again, Scott, one of the things that I've done is over the decades, I've watched people relapse and they Mm -hmm. walk right one step right out the door, all right? Mm -hmm. And then the people who stay and what they do basically is about four or five actions. They have a sponsor, they're sponsoring other people. They're reading the big book daily. They're praying and meditating. They have a home group. They have a service position in their home group. Mm -hmm. And the people who are doing those things consistently stay sober. The people, and and look, this is just the way that AA works. I'm not talking about any other methods, but there is only one way to work the AA program. There is no my program. That's horseshit. Mm -hmm. There's one way it starts the beginning of the book and it goes through the first 164 pages of the big book. And the Mm -hmm. only thing I'm saying, Scott, is that if you are going to say that you are in AA, then work the AA program. And if you're not, then you are going to end up relapsing because and not. And again, not because of what Scott says, mm -hmm. but because of what the big book says, it says half measures availed us nothing. So if people are going down the wrong path, what am I supposed to do? Hey, I've well, you, never you seen keep... anybody I've never seen anybody do that who stayed sober. You sure. might want to rethink that. And I'm an asshole for saying that to them because they own the majority of the people that I have found in the unrecovered posse just want support for whatever they're is doing. Is that so
0: bad though? I mean, is that really so bad?
1: Yes. If you're doing things that are active that I've seen that are more than likely going to end up with you drunk and I don't say anything, I think I'm the one that's wrong.
0: Well, no, I just I mean, you feel that you need to say something that's that's coming from an that's coming from an inside thing that's isn't that coming from an ego side like I need to do something to say this 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 person is didn't come to you specifically. I'm not trying to start an argument. I'm just trying to legit have this conversation. But but isn't that like I have to take this upon myself to to push these things on this person?
1: But on the on the flip side, Scott, isn't it the same thing when those people are saying those things? They're they're sharing their experience, their strength, and their hope from the position that they're in.
0: Yeah, but they're not. They're 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 throwing it out there into the ether, (laughs) and then we choose to react to it or not. If I and don't I'm like throwing, it, I just
1: throw it and I'm doing the same thing I'm yeah, but throwing mine out there saying, Hey, I've never to seen that, that person. Though, that's that the sure. I've never so seen let, anybody doing let that. Let nonsense. me ask
0: you this then. I just so want to, I want to get your take on this then. Okay. Yep. So, cause you, you'd said a is the one, the one way to do it. The first 164 pages uh, of the big book or the way to go. And they've done those five things that you talked about. Yep. One is. Uh, to get a sponsor and to sponsor it. I know step five is admitted to God, to myself, and another human being, the exact nature of our wrongs. It doesn't say anything specifically about sponsorship in there. So is that taking what the first 164 say and, and adding to it? Does that make it not the AA program? Or what do you, what's your thoughts on that?
1: Uh, good question. Yes, specifically, it doesn't say anything about sponsorship, but what did Bob or what did Bill do? He worked with Dr. Bob. Well, what? they talked. What? Yeah,
0: they got together to talk, and they shared that's their experience, sponsors, strength, and hope. That, and that's what sponsors do. Well, right, but I, we got this thing. It's like it's looked. It's looked at now like the sponsor is. I think we've skewed what it's supposed to be. You're, you're supposed to go to this because you know Bill was only six months or so sober when he went to Bob, and they had their talk, and he was on the verge of a relapse. Right, so. Correct. It's not like he had years and years and years of stacked up. I've done this, 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 and this. Now we turn sponsors into this like higher authority and they can come from a position of a superiority. It should just be a talk and a walk through a process uh, of things. Um, so that's kind of what I was getting at. You yeah. know, AA is AA. So it's either what the book says and then we add to it, then we're taking it from AA. So my whole point to that was. By adding the sponsorship and sitting down with the sponsor and going through the steps and working in that way, that's something added on to the AA. So if somebody adds on something that we don't like, maybe somebody doesn't like the sponsorship part. They still go and share everything with their priest, uh, you know, their best friend. They they spread their step five out amongst a bunch of people.
1: I'm still listening. I'll be right back. I'm right here. Sure. Keep going. Keep going.
0: No i'm just I'm just saying if we make modifications, how do we know which one's the best and I understand what you're going to probably say is the success rate that you've seen from the people doing those five things that you witnessed
1: right and the the other thing is one of the books that I'm reading right now mm-hmm. I, don't know if I can get the glare right Can you see that?
0: yeah, the soul of sponsorship, yep,
1: right. It's Father Ed Dowling, and he was Bill's spiritual advisor, all right, and it's just somebody that that was older and wiser and he went to for spiritual advice it's kind of like this if i'm going to go uh climb mount everest do i want to have a sherpa do i want to have a guide a spiritual uh, a a travel guide Mm -hmm. up to the top of mount everest so and also the big book says that i've got to be able to give it away to be able to keep it Mm -hmm. So if the newcomer is the single most important person in the meeting, then the person that I want to help to be able to give away what I've gotten is to the person who doesn't know yet. Another thing, um, and I heard this on a speaker tape the other day, it's like the link in the chain, right? When I got to AA, those old timers, those oldsters were the link in the chain carrying the message to me. Yeah. Then I wanted to be able to do the same thing and be a strong link in the chain. So now that I'm in there and I'm locked in, then I want to reach back to the newcomer and then be able to be a benefit to them if they choose it. And the other part of it too, is there are personal things that I don't want to talk to everybody about, but if I can begin to build that relationship and my second sponsor is a guy named David C. He was actually my counselor in treatment. Mm -hmm. Beginning to develop that relationship, Scott, was the bridge to me to begin to to get back to, into the human race? Right I didn't believe anybody cared genuinely cared about me. All I thought is people wanted stuff from me. David was the first person, and I talked to that man every day. And way back when I got sober, bro, we didn't have no cell phones. We didn't. <laughs> I yeah. had long distance bills, and I talked to that man every day the biggest bill that I had on a monthly basis was my long distance bill because I was willing to go to any length to recover. And I didn't want to listen to me anymore because my best thinking got me there. And then the other thing, Scott, was that I wanted to give AA a full great shot to find out if there was anything to it or not. I wanted to max it out for a year. And then after a year, I could decide whether there was anything to it or not. And what I have consistently seen because I've asked the people in the unrecovered posse who don't like AA, I've asked them, well, how many meetings did you go to? And you know what the average answer has been? I
0: have no idea. Two. Mm -hmm. So. So hold on, hold on, hold on. There's, there's two reasons. Hold on. There's two reasons why I think that is. And I think one the way some of the people that have been in the, in the program a long time, the way they come across, that's, that's what's turned me. See, I was, I was a little different. I, I had to go to some meetings um, because I was completely lost. But then I started going to meetings and then this one wasn't for me because they, they, either you had some people that with long-term sobriety that came in and they just gave you looks and their comments were crap or it became a sermon. And those are two things that I think that hurt AA is when you walk in and those those things are happening.
1: But Scott, when we become willing as only the dying can be, and this is something that I would offer you to ponder. Mm-hmm. If I come in truly willing as only the dying can be, can you say anything to run me off?
0: Well, No yeah yeah i mean yeah you yeah. want to there's got to be some look i i i got turned off from now i don't give a shit somebody I, can get on there and talk for 10 minutes and they can preach right and they can say this is the only way to do it this is i can ignore that but in the beginning i needed something to buy into you know uh somebody made it uh, in the comments attraction um what, what, what's the yeah what's k w p um
1: yeah i like that guy uh
0: Attraction Tessel. over uh what the frick? Where is it? Where to go? I'm, I'm losing it here, man. Uh,았어요. Anyway, it's a attraction over attraction, um, not promotion. Yes, but who
1: determines that? See, if the individual, individual have- right. and that's what I'm saying.
0: It needs to be more open, so more individuals can be drawn in. Because just like you <laughs> said, dude, I'm proving I'm, I'm proving your point here. Because if we could attract more people early on and keep them in the rooms early on, then they're going to experience what I experienced, and that is what yeah. AA can actually bring. If we come He's in and
1: But, Scott, here's the problem. problem. When I first got there, okay, when I first got to AA, it was in the mountains of North Carolina, bro. Mountain people. (laughs) They were all, and I was 22. I got every single way of being able to say how different I am than all these people. I was in college. They were all maybe graduated from high school. They all wore overalls. And I had more teeth in my head than all of them combined, including the women. Mm -hmm. And you know what they said to me when I got there? Sit down, shut up. You might live. Make our coffee. Now, the reason that I said that's absolutely what I want to do is because the consequences that I had been living through my alcoholism was much worse than anything that those people had to say. I was willing as only the dying can be. And that's why I'm saying, Scott, that if a person is ready, we can't say it wrong. If a person isn't ready, they're going to find some reason to be pissed off and and justify not staying.
0: No, I agree that if somebody's not ready to quit, they'll find a way to keep on going. I will agree. With okay,
1: that. and that and that, and one of those I, ways is, oh, I don't like what those people are saying. Now, let me share something else with you—an idea that I've got. See if it hits how it hits you. A person that goes to two AA meetings and all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's going to be some honesty and accountability here. I don't want any of that. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Then they go to another method. Mm-hmm. And after they get, you know, the, oh, I hated AA2, blah, blah, blah. And then it gets to the point where they've actually got to start looking at themselves and do something different, which is change. They go to two meetings there. What are they going to do then?
0: I have no idea. I mean, this is all conjecture. This is all just, you know, Uh, throwing it out there. You know, we don't know what they're going to do.
1: And my conjecture is they're going to quit that too. And then they're going to go to the next method. And they're going to go to two meetings. And then they're going to get right when it gets to the point where they've got to actually start looking at themselves and change.
0: Yeah, I, and know, them. I know, man. I know. I know. And you're, you're getting passionate again, and I get that. But we don't know that's what's going to happen. Man. We don't know that people are going to go into AA and hear these things, and they're going to run from the hills because they don't want to hear it. We don't know that. What we do know that is if we make it as appealing and attractive as possible, we're going to have a better chance at saving lives than if we come in and say, sit down, shut up and make my coffee. I believe that in my soul. And I know it worked for you. And that's great. And I understand why you're so passionate about it. Because it's like, why the fuck will people just listen to me? I've been sober all this time. And I did it at 22. Listen to me. This is good. I get why you're passionate about it, man. But I we, we agree on one thing. And that is, we don't want people to die. And I think the best way to do that is to not
1: but see, make Scott, it if, tunnel if, vision. But see, if, if, but see, Scott, if I'm able, right? If I'm able to say it right, aren't I saying that I've got the power to make a difference in that person's life? See, I don't believe that. I don't I'm believe sorry, I go can... ahead
0: say, will you say that again? I'm sorry.
1: No problem. Okay. What I'm saying is is that if I believe I can say it right to you, mm-hmm. I have the power over you being sober or not. And I don't believe that. I believe the only reason you're going to get sober is because your higher power has touched you and you have admitted to your innermost self that you are in fact alcoholic and need help.
0: Okay, now wait a minute, hold on, nothing, on a second. Did I, nothing okay. nothing to do
1: with any, anybody on the outside just, saying anything.
0: Okay, I just wanted to make sure I heard that that correctly. You, did, you just said that you don't have the power. To I can't
1: s- say it right.
0: Because I have to want it, right? Correct. So then why in the world are we calling people unrecovered posse and, and they're not real recovered? Why in the world would we do that? What what purpose does that serve? What purpose does it serve? to if you, do you can't, they... if, you, if you don't have the power to change somebody, what purpose does it serve to bring negativity into it? That's what I'm asking. You just said you but, have but, no see, power I don't, to change I don't...
1: I don't believe that my experience, strength, and hope of how it happened to me is negative. And guess what? No, you that's know, not but, negative, buddy. That's not it's, negative. It's, it's
0: it's it's calling people unrecovered when they're in when they're coming and looking for help and and saying you know. Um, uh, well, Scott, I listen
1: to more speaker tapes than anybody that I've ever met.
0: Okay, what does that mean?
1: I, okay, I'm, <laughs> yeah. getting, I'm, getting, I'm getting to it.
0: Okay, all right.
1: Okay, I can share twenty talks with you today of speakers talking about untreated alcoholism. It's not just in the Unrecovered Posse. There is okay. a ton of untreated alcoholism in AA. Yeah,
0: and we could share a bunch of videos showing people that uh, that can gradually decline off alcohol and work it off that way. We could show many, many videos. You said it yourself. It's what works for the individual, right?
1: Well, if No, it's if the individual is actually working what? the AA solution, that will work. Not doing doing it my way, not doing it, not leaving out the parts that I don't want to do. Sure. Like I was listening to the guy yesterday, said he worked all the way through the first four steps, but he was never going to do the fifth step. He ended up relap- relapsing over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Well, eventually he became very willing to do the fifth step because he got tired of trying to do it his way way and it all yeah. comes down to that Scott we yeah. don't want to we don't want to give up our way and submit to doing it another way. I know, I know. And,
0: really and you're you're you don't want to give up your way of how you think it should be done for somebody else's way. It's the same Co- thing, man. I feel like the ism I feel like that's still the ism. My way is not I mean, better than your way. Your way is not better than my way. If it's getting done, it's getting done. And if 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 you're if you're drinking NA beers then and you're staying sober for however long, God bless you. I,
1: but see I just I just where, think
0: I just think and that's you can where
1: we you disagree. can agree. I don't believe I and don't, you can, I don't. Can, believe,
0: sure. And, I don't, and, and, and and I'm just we, we got to wrap it up here cuz we're coming up on the 50 minute mark.
1: Okay. Um I
0: want to make sure people just get enough to I don't. I don't want people to linger forever on the podcast. You know what I mean. But you know, and I'm and and, and I'm not trying to pick a fight. This has been a great talk. But even in our discussions, like we're talking recover back and forth, and all of a sudden you called me a Democrat. <laughs> that I think that's I just asked if you were one. Well, you implied that I was a Democrat. I have it right here. I could look it up, but that that just was completely out there. But I I can, like I said, I appreciate your enthusiasm and the energy that you bring to this stuff. Obviously you care and you love uh, the way that you got there and the path that you got there. We're just going to disagree probably forever on how we go about it. And that's okay. Right. But we're here, we're talking, I don't hate you. I would have you back on the podcast. I want to do panel podcasts in the future. Uh, I think you'd be a good one to have on to, to kind of talk with the, you know, <laughs> smart recovery. You know, I want to have smart recovery, AA, and, and I don't want to have a debate and I don't want anybody, you know, I, I didn't want to have anybody else on here because I didn't want to, I wanted you and I to be able to finally have a conversation.
1: Right. You know what I mean?
0: So I, and I think it was good. I I learned a lot about you and I hope you learned something about me.
1: And I would also like to say, Scott, that I don't have any problem. I Really, I don't have any opinion on things like smart or rational recovery. And Hmm. the reason is because I don't have, I don't, I don't, I don't have any experience with it. I'm neutral. Yeah, but there, but there are people with extremely low amount of experience with AA who say it's not for them.
0: But yeah, and, and they'll and they'll again, never I, get it. They'll never get that experience if we continually act a certain way that is not appealing it's not attractive they'll but, never but, get see, that I experience don't,
1: i don't believe that i believe that they will when they hurt enough and become willing is only the dying i think
0: it, and i think if people could get in the rooms and hear what the program has to offer it might change them before they get to a point to where i was uh after being passed out for hours on the floor getting taken to the hospital and i was a 0. 0.46 blood alcohol content if so i, I could have got I in
1: it was a 2.3 so you got me there
0: yeah, it's not a contest. I'm just saying, I didn't, I don't want anybody to get to that point. I could have been I don't dead. Want to. You know who found me? A 98-year-old <laughs> yeah. woman found me, passed out and called 911. She shouldn't have yeah. to do that.
1: Yeah, you're lucky that uh, over a 4.0, you're lucky you didn't die.
0: Yeah, well, it's almost half, half my blood is alcohol. So my point yeah. is, I didn't find that thing until after that happened, and, and it went, I didn't find those things because AA wasn't clicking for me. Right, I didn't hear the things, and it could be that I didn't want to hear those things. It could, but you know what? When I had that 0. 0.46, this book had already been read yeah. and went through. This is what it looked like when that happened. Yeah. Yep. But it was keep. There were people keeping me away from the rooms. There were people that you know the, the preaching. I had to drop the rock. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. I got
1: you.
0: We have different. We have different views, but we have a lot of similarities. Right. And I really appreciate the conversation. You're not going to get blocked by me but I will scroll the fuck past you sometimes. I'll <laughs> tell you that right now. So
1: <laughs> I don't have any problem with that.
0: All right, man. Well, you know, hey, are you going to have
1: Seamus? Are you going to have Seamus on?
0: Seamus is on tomorrow at 9 p.m. So Seamus will be uh, will be on tomorrow. I look forward to talking to him, too. So if you got anything that you got going on, um, I know you have that website so that we talked about that a little bit beforehand. Um, if you have any meetings or anything you want to plug, go ahead. Anybody that was listening that wants to go to any meetings. I, I, w-
1: I would like to, to put a plug in for the Pittsburgh group that happens to be the greatest home group in the history of Alcoholics Anonymous. We famously meet Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7 p.m. between the graveyard and the liquor store. Mm-hmm. We have the coffee mugs to prove it.
0: Right on. Oh, I, we just got a comment in here. John says that he only has one white chip and he has no DWIs. My first AA meeting was awesome. That's, Great. I'm glad to hear that. So, good. Well, everybody that's listening on uh, Facebook Live, thank you very much. I didn't look at the numbers. I don't want to know because I feel like this is a good one anyway. Um, Scott, I will send you a DM with the link to the YouTube link. Um, you can also listen back if you want to on this on Spotify and, uh, Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for coming on, man. And have yourself a wonderful rest of your weekend. All right.
1: And I hope you do as well. You take care. Thank all you, right.
0: Scott. See you, bud.